gone through something lately. Yes, uh, we indeed. We all go through stuff. Yeah. Else, always. Yeah. Well, you were you revealed a lot to us um, over the years, and yes. especially you talked about your wonderful romance with Nikki, and you yes. talked about your proposal, and you talked yes. about your wedding date, which a lot of people were kind of sad to see come and go, and you guys. I was one of those people. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. a tough. Um, how are you doing? Uh, it's uh, it's it's up and it's down. I don't okay. want to. I don't. I mean, I've always been honest with you guys. Yeah. I also don't want to ruin the viewers' morning by giving us a bowl of sadness soup. It's been up and it's <laughs> or been Or cereal, down. sadness yeah. cereal. Yes, uh, it's been incredibly reflective, which okay. is amazing, uh, but it's very difficult. I had my heart broken out of nowhere, and um, or for me it was out of nowhere, and, and anyone who's experienced that knows it's that it, it comes with a, a series of bad feelings. Mm -hmm. But um, I've looked at myself every day and I've tried to evaluate myself and the woman that I love, and. Uh, for anyone out there speculating on like what I'm doing with my life now, I still love Nicole. I still mm. would love to marry Nicole. I still would love to have a family with Nicole. Uh, there was an unfortunate set of circumstances where our relationship ended. Um, there's been a lot of speculation recently about me being seen in public and everyone's thinking like, oh, John Cena's enjoying the single life. No. I was supposed to be married and mm. have a honeymoon over these two weeks. It's the first time in 15 years that I've taken a vacation. I am in my house alone, mm. surrounded by these emotionally strong memories, mm. and every day from six to nine, I get out of the house and talk to strangers as social interaction. So there's a lot of pictures of me with like, hey, I'm here with this person, or I'm here with this person. It's called living your life. You have to keep doing that. I don't want anybody else. I mm. love Nicole, and I'm really trying to support her in, in her trying to find whatever it is that she wants that made this fall apart in the first place. Somehow we got loose from what was oh so tight. Somewhere we went wrong when we were oh so go there that's even worse than what he has now i think he'd go to i think he'd go to he he'd go play with his boys in, uh, in houston i mean that would probably be the best thing but gosh. The, thing, the thing is he'll be getting his he'll be getting his cool waxed by the warriors literally f four times a year instead of two this is true and then james harden he has to then james harden who is the leader of the team who's good to the captain now kind of has to play a subsidiary character so there's really no kind of yeah. team that really wants that to really happen unless they can afford for that to happen it would have to be like the star would have to be like some young development player that's why it kind of makes sense in philly but yeah it's a you know we'll see how that goes
I'm just intrigued. The East uh, is still. I would still stay in the East. If I were him, I'd still stay in the East. I I wouldn't even move West. Like it doesn't make any sense. But hey, where would he go? Like, I mean, you look. Your choices are so limited. Like your choices are East. incredibly limited. But anywhere <laughs> that he goes, it raises the stock of wherever he's at, and people are going to come because they want to win. So, uh, yeah, I just I just let our NBA conversation just run just now. Oh. So. <laughs> shout out to that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the A-Show. We were just talking about... I'm just really intrigued by this Cavaliers in Boston series. I think this is... This is a, this, this has bigger implications. Even if the Cavs win, it's, it has a really big implication for just that team. Because I don't really think that whoever wins this is winning the, the, the title this year. No, but like, they're, they're literally fighting for second place. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally... There's no way. You know what? If Houston Rockets be, you know, no, not. But they're happen. not. I think they're going to get smacked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> four I think it's only going to go four games. But if they were happen to ever do that, then they might have a chance. Yeah, but I don't it, think Houston can beat LeBron like the Warriors can. No, no. <laughs> I don't think they can beat them like the Warriors can, not at all. But uh yes, welcome to the A Show. This is our 30th episode, Dirty 30. Huh. Mother- this is we, we have we have gone 30 weeks straight. Can you believe it? Can you fucking believe it? Yes. Yes, I can. No, I mean I thought we would take a break at some point, but no, this is fine. This is amazing. We're making we're working it way into our schedules and we're making it work. I'm on my yeah. lunch. Everyone's, yeah. you know, it, it we making this happen. So shout out to everyone who l- watches, listens to this. Oh, you hit the watching. You did I the, the watches. <laughs> I, I, shout out to everyone who listens to this, especially all the first day listeners, because you guys are incredible. Like it's it's amazing how many people listen to it. And please share it, like it, tell your friends, let everybody know this is the most fire wrestling podcast on earth. Yes. Um, yes. And, absolutely. And that's really that's really it at this point. We we want to love. I love the people. I love the people who reach out to us and say that, you know, this show, you know, makes their week or they really like listening every week and they can't wait to see what we, you know, see how we react to certain stuff. And mm-hmm. that makes me more excited to record this and, and do it every week because I know that there are people that really care about what we think about the the world of pro wrestling. And, and I, I really appreciate that. So for 30 weeks, thank you guys. Uh, we've done, I think, a little more than thirty episodes. I think we've done like what two bonus ones before. So we've done two. Yeah, we've done a couple more. We've done a couple more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we we've done it. We and and you know we've got a lot of things, a lot of things planned, a lot of things coming up. Right. Uh, there, and there's some, more support. There'll be more to come. I mean, you know, absolutely. And and I think we're we're coming up to some really big anniversaries. So um, I know a lot of people like the live watch thing we did, and we have some very very cool live watch uh, things coming up with with some anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a, a lot of guests that are really interested in coming on that we're going to have on really really soon to talk about certain upcoming shows. And you know we're just going to keep pushing forward. Uh, so but, I mean before we even get into into everything, uh, how was your how was your week, Mills? My week. <sighs> Shoot, you know what? My week was pretty good. I feel like I got <clears throat> those two those two episodes of the lookout have been released. Um, so shout out to the that was really one of my main things, and I think I was like really stressing over it. Um mainly because like 
it's Dragon Ball and not everybody's into Dragon Ball. So it's kind of like gauging how everyone feels about it. If, if people are willing to accept the nostalgia of it all, yeah. if people are willing to accept the conversation of it. Because to, to me, this is a good conversation between two nerds. That's really what this right. podcast is. It's not, we, we go in depth about a lot of different things and I've learned a lot of different things about it, but it's really people are willing to accept, accept like, yo, a Dragon Ball podcast. Can I do this in my life? Even just bringing it up. I tell people I do pretty much like three podcasts now. And people ask yeah. what it is. And I tell them I do one on music. That's two belts. I do one on wrestling. That's the A show. And I do one on Dragon Ball Z, which is the lookout. And everyone's just like, wow, okay. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, what? I like it because I feel like it's a great creative release and I feel yeah. like with wrestling and with Dragon Ball Z, it's just something that I know. And it's like, I think creatively, you got to have those releases and you got to have those things that you just do to sort of keep yourself happy and keep yourself balanced and keep yourself moving. So with those, like, we released the first episode on a Saturday, which is what I was really stressed about because releasing any podcast on a Saturday is insane. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much a no-no ever. Um and then we released one yesterday on Wednesday. So this is, to me, this is incredible. So thank you for everyone who tuned into that one. Thank you for everyone who tuned into this podcast, you know? Absolutely. And uh, always, it is imperative that you follow RNC Radio Live on Twitter and follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a, a like and, and uh, leave us a comment and a rating and, and just let us know what you feel about everything. Because we, I mean, essentially we do it for us, but we also do it for you guys too. So, you yeah. know, we, we want to make sure we're getting the the right amount of content and we're, we're saying the right things in there. And I really enjoy listening to the lookout. I, I look forward to it every single time. It's actually gotten me back into watching anime. Like I'm, I'm watching Gundam wing again. Oh, like just really? My past. Yeah. I watched the Ninja scroll. I'm watching all the, like the, the, the must watch shit. I know mm-hmm. people are like, that's not, that's not real shit. Nigga. Um, but I'm like, I'm watching like stuff that I used that I watched when I was a kid, like, but I had never seen, I had never seen Ninja scroll before. So I watched it last weekend I uh, watched Vampire Hunter D a couple uh, days ago and just just a lot of stuff that I haven't watched in a while. I haven't watched yet. So it's like this is actually bringing out the nostalgic part of me because I think, like I said, on, on the on the lookout itself, I was like, yo, I kind of turned my back on anime for a while. Right. And now I, I want to get back to it. You know what I did watch over the weekend? I what? watched um, Table for Three on the network. I watched it with AJ Styles, Shane McMahon and Kurt Angle. And this is, to me, at least one of the first times ever they've ever used TNA footage on a WWE show, which is... Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. They they reference... um, because the the thing is that all three guys have had really incredible matches against each other, but AJ Styles and Kurt Angle haven't really had a match in WWE, but they have had plenty matches in TNA, and they actually showed bits and pieces of hard justice when they had their match against each other, which to me was insane. I feel like it's a good way to continue to break the walls down and just like, you know, we're not competition, we're all working towards the same thing, bada, 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 you know, it is what it is. It's not like what it was 10 years ago. Which yeah. it was it was closer competition, but still not kind of that close. But it, it was still it was closer competition with all the major stars there in TNA. Um, but also, I also heard that Shane McMahon like literally recalled this match like out of nowhere. Like he was recalling oh, yeah. spots from this match, and they showed it, and it was like people were like, "Yo, Shane McMahon was watching TNA," and I was like, "Dog, Shane McMahon is like really a student of this shit." Like he's Shane very, McMahon very- probably thought at one point I could probably buy TNA. 
Yeah. Cause he's remember he's, he wanted to get into he wanted to get into UFC and stuff back He wanted to get into UFC. He wanted to actually own like when we were listening to the um something to wrestle with, like Shane McMahon's crazy ideas, he wanted to actually own WCW and have an office set up in Atlanta and sort of mm-hmm. handle things from there. So it's kind of you know, he has a lot of crazy kooky ideas. It's kind of insane. Yeah, I I, I really fuck with uh with Shane. I gotta I gotta watch that that uh I have to watch that that episode. I heard it was really, really good though. And, and I heard, also heard the uh, heard the Elias episode was really good as well. I have not seen that yet, but you know that's what weekends are for. Weekends on the network. Oh man, this just came out. Uh, Enzo just tweeted this out literally a couple minutes ago that the the, the charges have been dropped. Uh, have been dropped about uh, over his case, the the rape case. The the investigation has been closed. Okay. Uh, um, good, good for him. Uh, I think, as we said before, does um, that mean brother Enzo in TNA or Impact? Or <laughs> I don't think anyone's touching him with a with, especially not Impact. I don't think anyone's touching him with like a, a ten foot pole here. Got you. I don't think they're going to be touching him. If the Impact does, then I, I think that's that's going to be really really iffy. Um, I think. I mean, you know, Enzo had that that Instagram post a couple of weeks ago saying basically he's done, and and I think really honestly the best thing for him would probably be to step away from the business at least. Wrestling. Yeah, at least for a while. You know, like uh, I I just don't think it's a it's a good look for him to just be still connected to that. I, I mean, just just this, just even besides because you have to remember like this case was not just the the one thing that he got fired over you know like he was just a problem all around you know right. and i think that it's it's just uh it'd probably just be best for him to just stay away for a while but i'm pretty sure some dickhead organization is going to book him but hopefully he he finds his way some doing something um i'm glad the case has been wrapped up but i just i don't think this changes anything as far as his standing in, in pro wrestling oh no, no not i don't think for the general public um but yeah, let's let's get into uh, no holds barred for this week. Uh, very very light week in wrestling this week. I think just I think you'll probably agree. Just all around, it's just been a pretty uh, pretty light week just for everything. Uh, some of the biggest stories this week. Uh, all in sold out uh, on, on Sunday. Uh, under 10, an hour. Ten K- yeah, in, in under no. Oh, they said under thirty minutes. Shit! Shout out to that. Yeah. Everyone was all in. I mean, that's a, that's amazing for them. Yeah, uh, I. It's a it's a good thing. I think there's a there, obviously there's a lot of uh, and I get and I guess when we get closer to the event, I'll we'll probably talk more about it. I think I think there is some things that have some people kind of checked out of it, but I think just let's just celebrate the fact that they did this shit, and mm-hmm. I think that's an amazing thing for just independent wrestling. They they booked a show with one match, and that is Cody versus Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. One match on this show, and they sold out in thirty minutes, and I think. This is this is the type of event where it's just you just have to be there, and a lot of people are like, we have to just be there, and it's almost like Coachella, and you know, Coachella sells out without even having a name, <laughs> you know, without even having a headliner, you know. Right. So I, I think that that's a that it's just a testament to how big the the Young Bucks and uh, the Bullet Club and Kenny Omega and Cody are right now that they they were able to sell out a, a ten thousand seat arena uh, on their own. So if you're going to all in, um, I think well, I think I'll probably see a lot of people there. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we're going. Hopefully, I mean, uh, hopefully at this point, it's going to be once in a lifetime. Well, maybe not once in a lifetime. They'll probably do it again, um, all in again. You know, something like that. <laughs> but 
let's see. I want to see how these tickets are selling on these these different uh these different resale things. Oh my god, yo. A thousand, <laughs> right? A thousand, right? <laughs> All right. So the lightest I see. Oh my god. The lightest I see is 254, which is way more than any of the tickets that you can purchase <laughs> that you could have purchased. And the highest it is going for on, you know, Siki, who should definitely sponsor this podcast, is 100%. We're, gonna watch out, Siki. we're gonna we're gonna hit Siki up. Nine hundred twenty-seven dollars. Jesus so Christ! If you're, you know, if you got the bag, you know, you might have the bag. Who knows? Um, then head over head over to All In. It's in Chicago. It's on the weekend of September first. I want to say uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend. Also, you know, rumors of Mister, you know. Mr. Phil himself, Mr. Punk himself may be in the building. Who knows? Uh, he has a signing, uh, I believe it's StarCast, uh, which is literally across the street, I believe. Um, people think that that leads more credence to him showing up. Uh, great moment. That'd be a great moment again. Um, I just think that this, this just keeps the punk discourse going. And I think that's just a really tired discourse. Uh I think it's going to keep going forever, man. At this point, I don't think as long as he is some sort of if he gave hmm, I think if he's he like was a martyr. More, I feel like they treat him like a martyr. It's like <laughs> I feel like if he was still into the product, people wouldn't care, but the fact that he's sort of built the second or just whatever part of this, his life now just kind of avoiding wrestling and hating it. And just, you know, just can't be able to stomach. It doesn't comment on, it doesn't like to comment on it. All this other things is what makes it a little bit more intriguing. Cause it's kind of very, uh, it's weird having to done that for a majority part of your life. And then just having this moment where you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm not really going to even acknowledge anything. Like I'm not gonna yeah. acknowledge anything that's going on. I think if he was more open about it, it wouldn't we wouldn't get all these CM Punk chants or anything like that. But you know, right. it is what it is. Um, but shout out to everybody handling all in and everyone who's gonna be there that weekend. It sounds like speaking an of weekend. speaking of Punk, his 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 case with the WWE and uh, Chris Amann uh, is finally going to trial this month. Also, forgot oh. to mention that. Wow. Yeah, it's finally going to trial uh, in two in I believe a week. It's going it's going to trial next week. Um, it took I think like three and a half years. Yes. So we'll, we, uh, that is going to be, I'm, I'm saying if this week was, was, was slow, next week is going to be a fucking flood because I'm, I know the stuff coming out of that case is going to be absolutely insane. So um, I can't wait to see what comes out of that and um, what's going to happen because it's going to be Punk and Colt Cabana and Chris Man. So we're, we'll, we'll see. Um, and everything like that, man. It's not going to be very pretty. I think if anyone's expecting cooler heads to prevail over the last few years and maybe Punk is just like, hey, maybe, you know, I'm cool with this thing. I expect oh, this no. open old wounds and just, yeah. I, I think this is this, this is going to be it. It's going to be all bad. Um, I, I, I'm going to put this audio at the top of the show, but uh, John Cena, my my man John Cena, is he's on a he's on a tour to get his girl back. He's so emotional. <laughs> let go, cause I'm trying to hold on to you. Yes, he is. Wow, wow! I didn't know you could sing, Meals. I I don't sing. That's just like so. 
that that was a that was a crazy note, bro. That you, you seen me, you seen me a girlfriend like that? What, what, what is that? No, I don't sing except in the shower. But John Cena <laughs> is one hundred percent going through it. My man looks rough. That beard is terrible. My man John Cena said that he goes out from six to nine, and it's so robotic that he said that he goes out from a specific time and, yes. and was able to tell you this three hour period that he goes outside. To talk to strangers, my friend. Imagine being outside and John Cena walks There's up to John you. again. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. Fuck. <laughs> and he just wants to have this discussion with you. It's uh, I, okay. Do you think this is bullshit? There's there's a contingent online that thinks that this this whole uh what he's doing is, is complete bullshit. I think you know, I think it builds up. I think it certainly builds up not the equity, but at least the star power of John Cena that he has, you know, he's in these tabloids and he's doing all these things and there are all these funny reports about him, but it's just, whether it's bullshit or not, this shit is kind of sad. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah. He's pouring his heart out. He, he went on the today show earlier this week. And you know, I'm sure he's there. Like, what was he there to promote? I I don't even remember. Nothing. He's just there. He's he was just he's often there. Oh, he's, he's always there, yeah, like, at the Today Show. He's always drinking yeah, Hoda and there, but Kathy Lee. The, yeah, he even said on the show like he's on vacation and all that. That is that is like kind of crazy because you haven't seen him in anything. You know, he I was like, so yeah, these past two weeks he has really been taking a break. Like he hasn't really been doing anything. And he was like, yo, this is the first time in like years I, I i can't remember how many years he said like he's, this is the first time i've been on vacation and i was like damn like you take that into account like this guy never took vacation unless he was injured maybe so he was like supposed to get married this weekend and, and go on his honeymoon it was supposed to be uh it was supposed to be over cinco de mayo weekend yeah and maybe he's just like shit now i got nothing to do i cleared out my two weeks for what now so um it's still unclear i'm pretty sure you're gonna have to watch total bellas which which premieres this sunday i believe and i, I think i'll actually uh, attempt to watch that this year or this season just to figure out what's going on. So well, I guess we'll figure out what really We're being happened. sucked into it, bro. We're 100% being si- Oh, yeah. They're they're giving out the bait and we're like being, they're reeling it in. Like they know exactly what they're doing. They're Absolutely. milking the hell out of this like breakup thing. Um, Nikki does respond when she was at the NBC upfronts, which we'll talk a little bit more about when we get to our raw review. Um, they, uh, Terrence J asked her about it and Nikki hit, hit him with the, wow. AJ, 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 get your one Oh six in park hosts. Uh, that was AJ <laughs> Calloway, my friend. Come on. A legend. Oh shit. Oh shit. Did I say Calloway or Lee? No, you said Terrence J. Oh fuck. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. AJ I'm sorry. Calloway. The I'm phenomenal sorry. AJ Calloway. I'm sorry. I'm I my childhood is kicking me in the nuts right now. Like <laughs> she's getting knocking more. Um, AJ Calloway, you're right. And and Nikki hit him with the wow, that's crazy. And then she then she said, I'm focusing on me right now. And I think that's just that's pretty much for any man, that's that's it. You can't really break through that. That's that's the statement that kind of ends your whole relationship there. Also, I think she's spending a lot of time with her sister Brie. And her sister Brie, um, if you have ever watched the show's Total Bellas, um, she 100% cares more about the happiness of Nikki Bella 
over whatever happened with John Cena. And she always felt like Nikki Bella was sacrificing way too much in this relationship that she did not actually want to go through. So I'm sure mm-hmm. I don't want to say Brie Bella hates John Cena, but I do probably think that she believes this is all bullshit on what he's doing. Like she's calling heavy bullshit because for years he did not want to get married for years. He did not want to have kids. And now suddenly out of the blue on the today show on public television, not in Mm -hmm. the private conversation that they are both having just on the today show in front of public television says, I would love to marry and have kids with Nikki Bella. Um, So, you know, it, 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 so then you have to sort of question like the motives from there. It's like under what conditions, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, we got a couple more weeks of just Nikki and Nikki and uh Nikki and uh John Cena story before John Cena eventually returns to WWE, maybe for SummerSlam or something. Yeah. Um, and you know, gets reamed in by maybe the Miz or something. I I don't know. I I'm not sh- I'm 50-50 on it being a work or shoot. Uh I don't I I know I said a couple weeks ago, maybe week, two weeks ago we were like we don't really care. Um I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued now. I think uh I'm kind of intrigued in the story. I mean I have to see what on, on Total Bella's how how it shakes out. Uh but another story that is constantly developing uh literally week by week is Hulk Hogan being really sorry for saying the N-word and really trying to connect with his fans again with the WWE. He says he's sorry for the few people that I may have. <laughs> yeah. I said, really? The few? Oh, a couple of us? You're sorry for us? You're sorry for those, you know, the few that you may have offended with your few words that you may have used, all those expletives that you used in that time? Um I, I Do you think point, he's sorry? Do you think he's really sorry? I, I, I think, think I, I pose this sorry question. because his life has been turned upside down. I think he's sorry. He, he I think he's sorry that he said it because it caused so yeah, it caused so much turmoil in his life, and he actually lost a lot of you know diehard fans that he probably had, and the the pretty much a trust of all sort of not all the Hulkamaniacs because I'm sure they're Hulkamaniacs like oh yeah totally, but like I think. There's uh, there's plenty of Hulkamaniacs, and at least his, he lost his standing in WWE. He lost a lot of different things with the things that he said and the way that you know that he believes things. I think he's sorry because he got caught. I think he's sorry because um, his life has not become better from it. But in terms of just like deeply sorry, I don't know. Um, but to me, also in a sense, it's just like if they're gonna make him come back, just bring him back at this point. Um, if yeah. they're not then don't i i can't do i, I yeah. think that i i think that even um i think wwe is very aware of what would happen if they did if they did bring him back and mm-hmm. i think they're weighing the options i think there are two options here you just don't do it which i mm-hmm. think is the best option you don't do it but you you still don't let him just die i think yeah. i think hulk hogan is too big to just they can't just let him die like you have to play Hogan slamming Andre. You have to do shit like that. Like do it in a way where you have like, this is a bad, but it's like, you still can't like, you can't, you can't moolah him, you know, like, right. <laughs> you know, like you he lives can't. in DVD footage. That's where he's going to live from now on. Yeah. You, you live in, in, in that he has to live in that footage. You can't just disappear. I, I don't think you should have Hogan, the character disappear. 
But I also think that they know that if they bring him back, they're going to be facing a lot of social media backlash, probably worse than what they did with the, with the, with the battle Royal in, in April. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's going to affect their, their sponsorship money. And I think they shouldn't absolutely not do it. Cause I think the WWE right now, they care about the bag. And I think Hulk yep. Hogan is a liability to that bag right now. And that they will not do that before they sign this new TV deal. And I think when this new TV deal comes out, I think it's going to be very set in stone. What whoever they sign with is going to, they're going to deal with and who they're not going to deal with. And if they say we don't want Hulk Hogan on, on, on these TV shows, WWE is not putting Hulk Hogan on these TV shows. And I do think you, we won't really do you think there's a do you think there's a scenario where he comes back? Like, do you think like there's like conditions and where he is? Because that's kind of to me, I'm just assuming the worst. I'm assuming he's back. I'm assuming he's eventually going to come back. That's just Hulk Hogan is so synonymous with the WWE and their relationship and things. Don't get me wrong. Over the last few years, I haven't mind them moving forward. But I think he eventually, you know re-signs back but it, yeah it's just i, I don't think i think you're him in a prominent role i think the only way they do that is if they're doing something and, and i and i mentioned this like in, in um in a conversation like the only way they bring him back is if they allow him to cut a 20 minute apology in live and then they have him become an ambassador for anti um you know like a progressive like anti-racism anti-bullying type thing and that's where he becomes the ambassador for I think that's the only condition that they bring him back. I really think he needs to set up some sort of interview and I'm and not an interview with like the Today Show like he did when it first came out. I think he needs to set up an interview where he we see that he's kind of learned from his things. I think you have a really credible journalist. Maybe you have a Dateline, maybe even have it on WWE, maybe you have ESPN. Use one of your, you know, if you do it on WWE, it looks like a work. Yeah, you know, it's already so, like a work, so it's not even worth it at that point. But it's yeah, and and my thing is like, you're gonna get pushback, and I just don't know if they want to deal with the racial pushback. You know, like they don't want to deal with that. Right. They just right. don't, and I just don't think it's worth the headache that they would have to 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 resign this guy. And I I know a lot of people will be like, well, will they employ wife beaters and stuff like that? And I'm like, guys, like, I and I it's fucked up to say this. There is there is clearly a a cutoff of when WWE cut off all of the um all of the problematic shit that they used to do. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. cut all of that shit off. You know what I'm saying? I think what 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 year would you say they cut off all the problematic? Maybe 2016, 15? Yeah, I mean once they started, once they sort of went public and shit. Once they went public, I think it was really once they enforced that like. They enforced a, a, a couple of different measures, but one of the major ones was that we 100% do not stand for any domestic violence. And anyone who commits any sort of domestic violence will be reprimanded immediately. And it wasn't even like, oh, we're going to wait and see what happens. It was like, no, you're reprimanded. I think that was one of the first steps. And yeah. from there on, they were really, really conscious about the things. They would check social media as well. Social media became a major issue 2015, 2016 regarding old tweets, what people said, what people didn't say, what they represent. Um, there's a There were some cases with previous trainers like Bill DeMott who would have, you know, people do things and yeah. got that social media uproar. So once you once that starts to build, I think they kind of step away from it. I don't Absolutely. see them. Yeah, I don't see them coming back from this, though. Yeah, I I just it, it to me it it seems inevitable, and and I think the thing is like a lot of people will be mad, and a lot of people will stop watching, and a lot of people will turn their backs on this shit if that happens, and I think they really have to think about that. I think this is a bigger issue. I'm again, I don't want to sound fucked up, 
I really don't want to sound fucked up saying this, but like this is to me a bigger issue because it's like imminent to where we live at, like in the United States. This might be a bigger like social issue within that company than like the greatest Royal Rumble shit. Yeah, I think it. I I think that this is a big big issue where it's like, yo, this is now. You're you're now doing this shit with Saudi Arabia. Now you brought back Hulk Hogan. Who who, who are you really trying to please here? And, and I don't even think like. What what did they gain from resigning Hulk Hogan too? Like nothing. Nothing, not really. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a name. He's always going to be a name. He's a, he's he's one of the things. But I think we moved on from that, and we have you know John Cena. Like, yeah, so we, we have a lot of John Cena. So and hopefully he he will never. I, I pray I'm not going to wood here. He he'll never do that. Uh, but let's get into Raw. Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Raw. I'm, just, I'm, I'm in chat and I see the the Austin Aries thing and I'm yes. just like, oh my god. <laughs> yes, it is. It is now confirmed. Uh, I, I put it in the chat just now. Uh, shout out to Real Wrestle Chat. Um, I, it is now confirmed that Austin Aries and Zelina Vega uh, they are no longer together. I, I I had thought this to be the case for a while because he, oh yeah, she, she doesn't even post about him anymore. But um, he basically said, congrats to my ex-girlfriend, Zelina Vega, on her SmackDown Live debut, side note, which we'll be talking about in, in a few. Uh, I know firsthand all the time, effort, and sacrifice went into making this special dream a reality. Um, why, I, why do you even have to call her his ex-girlfriend? Like, that was... She wanted to know for the public, for the gram, that Austin Aries, you know, who holds pretty much all the belts in TNA at this point? Maybe I don't. I don't remember anymore. Um, yeah, he got. He got them all back. He got. He got. The yeah, power. at that, that point, holds all the power. He's like, listen, I'm single. I'm out here. I'm making moves as well. Shout out to my. Shout out to you know. I don't want to say old work. That's kind of disrespectful. Um, but you know, shout out to my ex who's doing great things. Shout out to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. But it's, but it's so like, even to just say, even to to encapsulate her as just his ex-girlfriend is just very minimizing to her accomplishments. Like, come on, man. Just just say this. You've seen that also. Say you're happy. Say you're happy and go. Have you have you have you ever seen Jay Lethal talk about AJ Lee? <laughs> oh, he's so bitter. He's so bitter. He's so dude. bitter, man. He's like, I made her everything. I literally that's what he I mean he trained her he did everything it was like yo everything is in you know it is what it is that's that's how life is you you grow you move on you know things yeah, things yeah. work out and things don't well I just think Aries himself is a pathetic guy but moving on 100%. um talking about Raw I didn't which I didn't think was a good show I I tapped out uh I, I really did tap out about like maybe an hour and a half in I was these UK, yeah, yeah. These UK shows, unless a championship change hands, it's really a hit. I can't. I really, I really cannot do it. Uh, I, 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 I thought it was a pretty bad show. Um, let, but let, let's hit the, the the big points of the show this week. Um, you had Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey make it official for, and I think this is the biggest news of the week, uh, honestly. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Make a make what of what? <laughs> How? <laughs> what do you mean? How she get a shot at the title? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess you're on the you're on the side of I. I think she. You here, know what? Here's my. I'm not mad at it, but like, how? Well, well, Naya, you saw the video. Like Naya challenged her. She had a allegedly she had an oblique. And this is this is my this is my thing. If you're gonna kayfabe it, at least make it make sense. Alexa Bliss did not defend her title for what three months, ninety yep. some days. Yep. But Naya Jax apparently had an obligatory uh, thirty days. Yeah, obligatory 30 day. And I was like, wait a minute. 
so what's what's the rule here? Who who follows this? And so that was the storyline here. And she challenged Rhonda in a very awkward video uh, interview, um, or not an interview. It was it was just a weird type. It's a weird WWE ish type. Are you ready? Thing. Are you ready to challenge me? Like, <laughs> and it it goes back to that one episode where you said Nia. It feels like on her promo she's saying stuff that she doesn't want to say, and yeah. I, I get that a lot from her. And I'm like, I get it. That it might be hokey, but there are people like Alexa, like the Iconics, that just do it, <laughs> and and they 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 give it a lot of character. And Nia just does not like giving promos, but um, it was a very awkward segment. Nia Jackson, Ronda Rousey for the, the the Raw Women's Championship is official for Money in the Bank. Um, people are they rightfully so they lost their minds. Um, I'm not as I don't think it's as big of a deal as, as it's other not people to do. me. It's not. I think it's not that big of a deal. But I'm just wondering how. I just like wonder what's the standards for it. But you know, it is what it is. Like it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna, you know, complain <laughs> about it. It's a good match. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be really cool. Um, and and it, a lot of it is about deserve or what does she deserve it? Who deserves it? Who deserves this? That the third? Listen, it's it's this is a there are writers in a writers room t- talking about this. I think they want to bring attention to that show in Chicago. I think they want to bring attention to the Money in the Bank show itself. I think mm-hmm. they they really are they have a long form storyline and plan for what I believe and what many believe will be a Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair main event at WrestleMania that will close the show next year. And I think they need to start this sooner than later. I don't think this is a storyline that you can start at any time, but I I do appreciate them starting it this early. Um, I think Nia, she has, she is now seeming like the most transitional of transitional champions to me (laughs) with this. I mean, really? Yeah. (laughs) She I mean, loses. I mean, if she, yeah, if she loses, right? Listen, I, I am not sure where this goes. I, I predict some fuck shit, some fuckery going on I could with, see with this match. On. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it will be, whether it be Natalia costing uh, Ronda the match or not. I just think that uh, I'm just tired of the the discourse already about Ronda not deserving the 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 the, the shot. Listen, this is your biggest woman star. <laughs> in the company um they she has not wrestled since wrestlemania she doesn't wrestle on like the regular shows no she has to have some you don't want her to you don't want her in money in the bank ladder match no uh and no. you and you don't want her losing or, or, or doing some some stupid ass like that you don't want her in a qualifier right but you don't want her losing a qualifier it's just the same it's the same thing i say with nakamura and aj like you don't want to beat them so you do these weird things so that neither of them has to win or lose. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, they, they stay at, at the same thing and that makes the, that makes a few kind of cold. You risk making Ronda cold by not really having her stand either way and she starts looking like Brock Lesnar. This is true. So, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm not too mad at it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not too mad at it. I, I thought it when I first saw it, I was literally like, how? But I think considering how much stock they place in Ronda and how much she does in their matches, I think WWE is going to do everything possible, especially considering it's a championship match. They're going to do everything possible to make sure that this match is good. Mm -hmm. They'll be training on Sundays, training on Saturdays, training on Fridays, training with Nia, Nia as well, you know, all the end there, everyone players, they will run through this match as many times as they need to get it done. If just to make sure that this match is as good as it should be. So 
I'm Listen. just worried about the bill. We'll see the bill. It's too early for me to to say that who deserves or belongs in this position. They're kind of too nice. They're both very nice. Like yeah, and they just kind of they they got behind um, Nia Jax with all this like you know you can feel good about yourself about you know all these other things on that sort of stand and then you know it kind of gets destroyed. She she might get destroyed in a couple of weeks. So who sees? Yeah. But yeah, I'm not would looking you, forward would, to the promos. Would you have would you have Ronda lose? This early. We'll just go early here without the before the build. Just a quick uh, rapid fire. I don't think she'll lose. I don't think she'll lose, but if she were to lose, I wouldn't be mad if it was Nia Jax. Because Nia I Jax think is just, I think it'd be huge. This is exactly what I was telling people when she got signed. I'm like, having someone like pounds. her, yeah, like having someone like beat her, that makes them a bigger star. Yeah, and that's what you want. Yeah, it's essentially it's essentially what you want. So, um, yeah, uh, but Raw, as we said, w- took took place uh, in the UK this week. Um, we also had a Seth Rollins match with uh, against Kevin Owens, and I thought one of Kevin Owens' best matches in about a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. <sighs> oh boy! <laughs> no, it was really good. It was really good. I just um. You know, I'm just it's it's the open match challenge, the open title challenges. I love the matches, but they're all unless someone actually loses on an open title challenge, it kind of like it, it kind of deflates the end for me. But I do agree they had a great, amazing match for the sport of wrestling, for the love of the sport of professional wrestling. They had an amazing yeah. match, but yeah, I'm just I, I'm I'm over. We've been for literally the past three years. Everyone who's won the belt has been doing an open challenge, and I'm right. just over it. I'm, I'm I'm ready to move past it. Let's establish some contenders. Let's um, develop the championship back that way. I'm kind of cool on the open title challenges. I'm the secondary champion, so I have to challenge everybody. I'm cool on that. Well, I really am. Well, it's the top. It's literally the top belt on the on the show. Yeah. So like. I th- I think you you do develop a challenger. I mean, even if it's Jason Jordan coming back. Um, you develop a challenger for Seth for the summertime. But I think the long game here is that they listen, they keep he keeps mentioning Brock in these promos. He keeps mentioning that he's gonna be a fighting champion. Um, I think the the best thing to do is at the July pay-per-view, have Seth drop the the, the belt and mm-hmm. um and then have him go against Brock in SummerSlam. I agree. I think a, a, a Seth versus Brock at SummerSlam. I think you're going to get the best result out of it at this point. Or, or do champion versus champion? No, don't even have him drop the belt. Have, do champion versus champion, winner take all. Ooh, I would like that. That would be a, that's a huge match. He's the hottest babyface on the show. Why would you not do that? Like champion versus champion will be a, will be a fire match. Uh, but, but, but on this match with KO, I thought they did some really cool spots. They uh, set did a Falcon Arrow onto the. Um, onto the the apron, which was a crazy spot that I just can't believe that WWE is even like. Is it, sometimes when I watch WWE, Kale takes crazy spots though. Yeah, he does. He does. But it's like I can't believe sometimes that I'm really watching WWE with some of the spots that they do on these shows. Sometimes where I'm just like, holy shit! Like they're doing literal PWG spots here. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I thought it was really good. One thing I am enjoying about Seth Rollins during this run is the the cool ways in which he's finishing matches. Um, I like how he did the the blackout stomp when Ko when Ko was getting back into the ropes because it's mm-hmm. a, it's a cool way. It's like why wouldn't he do that? His head's right there, right? Or the 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 finish with uh, at WrestleMania where he stomped uh, Finn's head into uh, Miz's uh, back, mm-hmm. or 
the the ladder match where he just really just jumped up and, and climbed and got got the belt. It, it's, I think Seth is really good at crafting these really cool finishing sequences, and uh, it continued with this match with KO. He's been killing it, man. He's been killing it. There's no one who's been better in WWE right now. But no and, one's better than Seth Rollins. And speaking of Kevin Owens, uh, he is one of the uh, other two people or three people that uh, qualify for Money in the Bank on Raw, uh, along with Bobby Roode uh, and Alexa Bliss, which completely bewildering me <laughs> that Alexa Bliss is literally getting all these chances to to uh, get the belt back. And I really do think she's going to win the, the women's Money in the Bank. But uh, I, how, how do you feel about these three? I don't think we I don't think we predicted that either of these three people. Were I predicted. I, I thought I thought Bobby Roode was in contention for it. I thought Bobby Lashley was as well. Um, but I I'd, I'd said Bobby Roode was in contention for it. Um, Kevin Owens, I didn't because he already lost, so I thought they wouldn't have done that. But Bobby Roode, definitely. Alexa Bliss, I can 100% see in. I mean, they they put in a lot of time in Alexa Bliss and to just, like, kind of pull her back after the two years of essentially her run. Uh, yeah. Kind of crazy. Also, WWE has this, like, fetish for white American blondes. Uh, yeah. But it's a – yeah, I – is nothing that I haven't expected. Um, do I expect her to win? No. I'm not sure who wins at this point. I, I think she's, she's a... She's a dark she's horse. Definite, yeah, she's a definite dark horse to me. I, I think if, if there's no, no one I, else... Mm. I th- I, I'm dog. If there's no one else um, and they change plans, they're going to change it back to Alexa. She's like Edge. Yeah. Whenever like, yeah. something happens, it's when, when, when like, someone gets injured, just put just the title on Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, put the talent Ed or Alexa or whatever. Like they, they will. That's literally how how things work with you know uh, their top heels. But um, I would love to see her away from the the belt and to get into a, a new storyline. I thought that she was a shoe in for Ronda, so we shall see. Um, Bobby Roode, whatever. I think that he's just he's lost on the main roster. I don't, I'm not sure what he's going to add to a ladder match, but I think Kevin Owens is to me a, another top contender to win the the Money in the Bank briefcase. Just the way that just because of the way they've been booking him lately. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's always it's always the people you least expect. I remember uh, Baron Corbin; he had a huge losing streak, and then he won the Money in the Bank. So we shall see uh, with that. Uh, well, speaking of Bobby Lashley, I know you just mentioned him. Uh, Sami Zayn came out, and it looks like the the program is Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley. Uh, cut a promo, pretty good promo um, on Bobby Lashley not being the person he says he he is, and that he looked on Facebook and he found out uh, he found Bobby Lashley's three sisters, and he's going to bring them to Raw uh, next week. And I'm wondering how racial is this going to get? How do you how do you how do you get that going? <laughs> how does one get that realistically? Um, you know, I thought about that for a second. Yeah. And then I thought, you know, Sami Zayn wouldn't do anything kind of racially charged, racially insensitive. He's a pretty, you know, woke gentleman, I would like to think. Uh, I just hope that they, they don't bring out like, uh, that they don't bring out like, like some like black, hip- black women or some like loving hip hop girls or some like yes. girls club or something. Just yes. Like, you know? Three, you know, African American midgets. Oh, sorry. Little yeah. Oh, oh man. Or or three bodybuilders or some shit. Yeah, something crazy. It's just a, just three guys dressed up as girls. Three buff guys dressed up as girls, all with names similar to Lashley. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. I mean, I'm you know, it's it's something. It, at least that interview led to something. You know. <laughs> yeah and, and we we questioned it yeah you're right we questioned what it was for and yeah, yeah, now, it led to something 
yeah, it did lead to something. So we'll have to see how this plays out. I think Sammy's the angle. I don't know. Whatever. I think Sammy's the perfect guy to uh, to go against Bobby. I think he's a great. He's a just a great performer all around. He's a great bumper, Mm -hmm. and um, I think he'll make Bobby's offense look really, really good. I'm I'm just uh, concerned with Bobby's character here, and I'm also concerned with Sami Zayn never winning feuds. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Another thing that broke on on Raw was uh, not only Roman Reigns bullying Jinder Mahal. Uh, the the bully not not only was Roman Reigns bullying uh, perennial babyface Jinder Mahal <laughs> the whole show <laughs> by beating him up backstage and spearing him through walls. He is out of Money in the Bank. Um, well, Jinder cost Roman Money in the Bank, and he's taking it pretty hard. Um, and I think he's taking it pretty hard. It's weird because you know. They're trying to build Roman Reigns as this guy to fight the system. He's really again. Not. He is the system. Come on, relax. Like, exactly. He's been, he's been cultivated from the system. I'm waiting for like a Triple H promo. It's like, why are you fighting it? Why aren't you embracing the system that created you? And all this other meta shit that probably should happen. Um, that, that'd be awesome. That'd be an awesome turn. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think a heel turn would work for him though. But yeah, I, I yeah. I sure. think. I think. He's taking it pretty hard, and he's he's taking it out on Jinder Mahal because I think they offered Jinder Mahal an opportunity. He's just like, no, no way. But this is all just to lead to a program that we don't want to see. So I expect yeah, I expect Chicago to really give what give them give this match what it deserves. Oh, they're going to absolutely destroy this match. I do expect Jinder versus Roman to be announced next week. Um, I good luck to both men. Um, Make it a I fight or something. I don't know. Oh, you can't have too many gimmicks. I mean, you already have Nakamura and AJ. They're going to have a gimmick match. Like you can't have weights. You can't. And you already have two ladder matches. You can't have too many gimmicks on the show. So I don't. I think this is going to be a regular ass match. <laughs> Big regular. All right, man. Fuck. I mean, I I don't have nothing else to say about this, man. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. I Raw listen, was that good. Push, yeah, Raw wasn't good. They're pushing forward Roman Reigns. Um, I I thought even the crowd was 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 kind of flat. Uh, yeah, Ember Moon looked great this week, and that's all. That's pretty much all the, the only thing else I had to say about Raw. Uh, moving on to, to SmackDown, which I thought was a extremely better show than Raw this week. Um, they they seem to be hitting their stride in a lot of ways. They 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 still have some work to do, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think that SmackDown is, is really they're they're post backlash. They're they're really hitting their stride in in a lot of ways. Uh, both shows their ratings were down this week, way down. It's a tape show. Uh, also, also fighting the the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Also, oh yeah, there's always there's always that there's always that the you know, but yeah, none of these shows are to me honestly. Neither of these shows. I thought SmackDown was better than Raw, but I didn't even think SmackDown was anything to write home about. Um, to me, I think they, I think they need. I like that we had we had this great main main event on SmackDown. By the way. Don't yeah. get me wrong. This Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles match, despite them giving away it on TV for like literally the third week in a row. Um, <laughs> just, it is what it is. It's the, it's the third week in a row it's happened. It's the fourth time since WrestleMania. This once in a lifetime dream match. It's literally happened four times within the last like five weeks. Um, I, I didn't like the booking of it because it just kind of, I don't like, having a match to have to set up another match. Yeah. I, I would have liked it. I would have liked it to be a, uh, maybe the, like a beat the clock or something like that. Yeah, or, or 
find your best friend or representative or something and she gets kooky on the outside like she gets crazy on the outside of the ring people trying to cost each other the match and all this other stuff but i would prefer that but the result of it great match the best yeah. match in their series yeah i i'd say i i gave it four and a half um i really like the match a lot i i think a lot of people are uh, they they might have rated it a little bit lower than I did yeah. because they're just they're kind of tired of it and and I get it but I think that this is a match that Nakamura is slowly figuring out what to do as a heel mm-hmm. um, and I think that's what this has been a feeling out process for and and what better to do what better opponent to do this against than AJ Styles who actually makes all heels look better I mean look at what he did with Gender um, look at what he att- at least attempted to do with KO um, and and a lot of other people but. I, I think that the match was great just because, again, it, there were some stakes here. And I said, I said um, on Twitter, I was like, if this match, if this was the match they gave us at WrestleMania, a lot of people would have given it five stars. Yeah, just because, just because, um, just because of just the intensity of it and the, and where it was and what was going on. But you would have also um, lost. You you wouldn't have had the stakes. You wouldn't have had the the storyline behind it. You know, so you know it, it essentially. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I am glad that they that they did turn Nakamura heel, but I'm not happy with the finishes. But these matches have been getting progressively better. Yeah, I mean, so. I can't be mad about that. It's a, but I think SmackDown suffers, and I, you know, I still say this from the beginning. It suffers from having too many superstars and not enough show. It's yeah. a two-hour show. Um, you know, since the since the actual shakeup has happened, I don't think we we've, we've seen the tag team division on display at all. Um, women's division, you know, it's kind of centered around Carmella right now, which is like an interesting piece to be have your women's division surrounded by. Well, they they have multiple storylines for once. I mean, you have the Charlotte iconic stuff, and the Oscar iconic stuff, and the Becky iconic stuff, and you have now uh, Lana uh, being added to that mix and the Absolution esque or yeah, the Absolution. Why, why is Paige healing? Why why is Paige healing on? You know, I. I I, I said Paige wasn't a good decision to become GM, and I kind of stand by that now. I, they, she kind of seems like an asshole. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But it's just it's just my thing. This is what happens when you give – listen, you give 26-year-olds an executive decision power. This is probably what happens. I'll be honest with you. I'm not – I was never for it. Um, but I think they need they need more match time on the show, and they just don't have it. Samoa Joe has not actually wrestled on SmackDown <laughs> well, since coming over to SmackDown. Week. He will he next will week. Next week, yes, he will next week against uh against Big Big Cass. Who I really think Big Cass is uh he's being punished. I really do. You know what rhymes with Big Cass? Big ass, <laughs> and big dumb ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> my God. The fact that, you know, there's been reports that he's gotten heat backstage because he took liberties with the little person when, in the lead up to the Daniel Bryan storyline. And that may have caused to the reason why he lost at Backlash. It quite honestly might have even caused why he got his ass whipped by Daniel Bryan. <laughs> no, he got his ass whipped. Like, and for anyone who isn't familiar with the story, uh, Big Cass, uh, a couple of weeks ago, if you remember, um, he had a pr- a, uh, a promo where he brought a little mini Daniel Bryan out and he beat up the, Daniel, uh, the, the mini Daniel Bryan. Uh, he, he wanted to go further with the beating. So he asked someone in the back, I'm guessing like a producer or something. And they said, no. So he went over the producer's head and asked Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon said, no, do it the way that we said to do it. 
he said, you know what? Fuck all that. I'm going to mount <laughs> the little guy and punch yeah. the shit out of him eight or nine times. Because that's what heels do, buddy. Because that's what heels do. And that's what I wanted to do. So ever since then, let's, let's just, let's, let's kind of like source everything that's happened since then. He tapped out to Daniel yeah. Bryan in eight minutes, in eight minutes on uh, Backlash. He get on, on this episode of Smack. Oh, he wasn't on the show last week. He wasn't on the show last week. At all. Um, he gets his ass whipped by Daniel Bryan for about four to five minutes on this episode of SmackDown. And next week, oh, uh, also on this episode of SmackDown, Samoa Joe cuts the promo of his life on, on uh, Big Cass and completely ethers him, which yes, is yes. crazy as well. It's a crazy promo. Samoa Joe is one of the greatest. And now he's going to face Samoa Joe next week for a Money in the Bank slot uh, on SmackDown. Who do you think is winning that? It's going to be Joe, man. Like a f- Big Cass, man. Standing in front of his own way, he finally got, you know, whatever thing that was holding him down, 175 pounds, I don't know how much Ento is, um, out of his way. And now he's sort of standing on his own, and he's just standing in front of his own way. We we have to see what happens with this. I don't think it'll last forever. I think people do make mistakes, and people want to get over with themselves. But I think, you know, Big Castle will eventually get out of this. But in the meantime, my God, bro. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, honestly, it's not that bad. You know, no, it's, it's not, not that a, bad. It's it, it could be it could be way 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 worse as far as him getting uh, not buried but punished. But I think it's really obvious that he's he's being punished. But I thought the the Daniel Bryan promo it was really good and it was a good way to uh, write not write off the loss to Rusev but to kind of restructure all the time, bro. <laughs> I know, he, I know, I know. But like he like. People got to remember, like, they weren't sold on Daniel even when he wasn't retired. Like, they yeah. weren't really ever sold on him. And he did lose a whole lot. Even, and I'm like, then. why are we starting the show with this? People lose all the time. Multiple people lost on this show. There's not going to be a promo where they dwell about it. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. For a guy who lost most of his career. I'm sure his winning percentage is trash. Uh <laughs> And he's just, you know, but it is what it is. It's storyline. It's the storyline. I think, and I think the storyline is, as he said, is as he said in on SmackDown, where he uh, he's just been happy to be back, but now right. he needs to take it serious. And and I think that's a cool way to. I mean, we pretty much guessed that that was the story of him being back, and he was a little rusty, and right. now he he's back, and he said he wants to he wants to go after the title. Listen, I I think there's there's no better storyline than Miz having the WWE title and getting and cashing in and then having that title program be with Brian. Uh, but I thought also think it, it's dope, even if you don't do it and you don't have a belt with that. Cause I think you stretch that to WrestleMania and that's, that's a fucking great storyline. But uh, that was a great promo. I thought it was good. Big cast came out and got his ass whipped. Um, but let's talk about Andrade seeing Almas, which is something admittedly I did not see uh, on social media, but a lot of people are very upset about his debut uh, you'd think he lost. You'd think he got beat by a jobber, but he beat a guy in one minute. Zelina Vega got a really, uh, got, a, got an okay promo, and that was his debut. I didn't find anything wrong with it. No, I, didn't I, didn't find, offensive. I didn't find anything wrong with it, especially on a show that's taped that they probably assumed ratings would be down. Um, maybe they could have brought ratings up if they had a really high, you know, thing match, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm not really mad at the debut. Let's get Cien Almas. Uh, there's not that much time in the show. We yeah. got to build this character. Let's start off in squash matches that don't last that long and doesn't really take away too much from the show. Um, yeah, 
to I, me, it's just I, a smart decision. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know where, where they where they want him slotted. I, I, and admittedly, we did say, okay, just have him a debut, have him be in the Money in the Bank, have him beat Jeff Hardy his first night. And you know what? Maybe that's not where they want to go. Yeah. And but as long as he's not losing, <laughs> as long as he's not me, as long as he's not going 50-50 with Dolph Ziggler or somebody, he's fine. I think he's fine right now, honestly. I I hope so, man. But I think he is. I think he is. Like he's it's come on. L-E-O. I think he's a shoe in. I think he's a US title shoe in, and I think I think he's Jeff Hardy's next program. I'm just gonna be completely real. Uh, he probably is at this point, and I'm hearing news that Jeff Hardy may be injured. Hmm? Yes, he he injured himself uh, in in a dark match on SmackDown on, on Tuesday night as well. What a uh, way to go! Was, yeah, <laughs> I would be like, why am I even wrestling this match? That's what I would say. I would literally say that it was like, why was I even put in a dark match? If you don't want me on the show, don't even put me in the show. And then they would say, what are you talking about? You have to do a dark match even if you don't show up on the show. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god! You gotta get lost. paid. He, he, in a match with the Miz, come on! What did Jeff Hardy do? What did he do to himself? Come on! So, um, yeah, so, so I, I think I, I really think there's a lot of overreaction going on with with Andrade. He looked good. He good. showed fire. I think that this this tandem and this team is something that uh, is very unlike anything on the roster right now. I don't, I don't think we, we, you know, managers aren't very. Um, they're in very short supply on the main roster. And I think, so when you have a, a, an act like this with Zelina and Andrade, there, there's no one else really like them right now. So I think that they are automatically stand out because of their, their dynamic. So I think he'll be fine. We'll, we'll see. You have to judge these roster changes and these additions six months ahead and not a week. And I think people forget about that. Let's see where he is in September. And then mm. we can talk. Right. Just like I, 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 do you think that the bludgeon brothers are being, uh, they're being set up for sanity right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I, think I don't so. think, I don't think there's anyone left, right? Like it, it's, there's gotta be sanity. I mean, they could do the club, but I'm pretty sure they're just like, ah. well, the club was part of the burnt toys and their promo. I think all of the tag teams were part of the burnt toys. They never even beat them. <laughs> <laughs> they like beat them by like, <laughs> association but it's kind of like they never even fought them how are they in the scrap heap of toys i don't I, get I don't it know. i, I, but, I do, I do find it odd i did find that, that part odd but i i think that they're setting up for uh the sanity which should be a crazy feud i think like a big hoss feud will be will be dope and then Chicago, you also have, i love it yeah and you also have like chaotic neutral sanity where they're not really faces or heels but they fight everybody and i think that's that's a cool story for for everyone involved um, you also had a lot, a, a few Money in the Bank uh, qualifiers this week. Uh, the New Day, who will pick one member uh, to join the Money in the Bank field. And Becky Lynch, surprisingly, uh, qualified for Money in the Bank. I like Becky's inclusion. Um, I like the I like the little triple threat sort of action that they had on the show. I thought it was yeah. a really smart way to book everything, even though Paige is an asshole. Um, <laughs> New day, new day, surprising. I think everyone was like, "Yo, why we haven't, why haven't we done this with New Day before?" But they finally get the opportunity, and they're dark horses to really win this Money in the Bank match. Like, they're, I wouldn't sleep on New Day entirely. I wouldn't sleep on them and Finn Balor, even though I think um, Miz is going to win. I, yeah. I wouldn't sleep on those two. I w- I would really love for them to swerve everyone and really give it to Finn. I think Finn needs to win a big one. You know, even even if it's 
if he doesn't win, I, I think the 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 greatest story to me would be um to have Seth beat Brock. I know this is crazy. This is crazy fantasy booking. It's not going to happen. Uh, have Seth beat Brock, have Finn cash in or cause, cause I mean, it's not going to be Roman obviously. Right. And they're, they're not, they're not going that way with Roman. Let, have it happen that way. That, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, if I had to choose a winner, I will now seeing this sort of how this is lying up. I would love miss to win. Don't get me wrong. But New yeah. Day, New Day, there's so many different opportunities to go with New Day. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it'll be big. I think it'll be Big E if they do choose someone. I think this is Big E's singles uh, coming out party for sure mm-hmm. if he is chosen. Um, and I do think that if you just have Big E do a singles run, there are a lot of new matchups for him that he couldn't do because of the New Day. Um, you could see Big E and Andrade. You could see uh, Big E and shit Jeff Hardy. You could see you could see Big E and a lot of people going against each other, and I think that makes it very very exciting. And they also, to be honest with you, the Freebird rules of briefcase. Like it really is kind of like anyone can cash in at any time, and it could be any one of these three. And you kind of really don't know who's going to cash it in. It's the New Day being in this match. They're sort of the representatives of, of this match. I don't know. It's kind of. We'll have to see how this goes. Yeah, I, it's it's gonna. I don't think Biggie will win, but I do think that the, a singles run for him is on the horizon, but not necessarily a split of the new day. I think mm-hmm. there will be like a some sort of repackage for him. Um, one one big match was made uh, for Money in the Bank as well on SmackDown, and that was Carmella facing Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. A lot of people are concerned about this. I do think that we we did kind of predict that it was Asuka is, was going to be her next challenger, whether it would be for the briefcase or she was going to cash in the briefcase or she would just get a straight match. Um, I'm excited to see where they go with this because this is going to be a litmus test as to how they see Asuka. I, I really do still think that they consider Asuka a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I do think she does need the belt, to be just honest. Just to, yeah, just give her the belt. I, I, don't, I don't think the Carmella thing's working Yeah, to, to me. To be honest, Carmella really never worked. <laughs> Carmella has right, right. never worked. Carmella is currently in the ring, and they're jumping through hoops, and she's doing really everything to sort of beg for a reaction. She wants people to boo her and hate her so bad. They're doing literally – they're pulling every – stick out the book the royal celebration they're playing out all these you know the money in the bank wins the 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 promos everything they're doing everything possible to be like hey can you please boo her please yeah. <laughs> can you please boo her please somebody somebody please give some sort of attention to this girl that we gave the belt um but it's to me it's never it, it never worked with she doesn't she doesn't even have xbox heat like she just doesn't have reactions um I, and I don't know if having her beat Charlotte and Asuka is the right move. No, I think it's a stupid move. I think you waste Charlotte and Asuka in trying yeah. to build up someone that people don't really give a damn about. And, you know, shout to Carmella. I'm sure she trains hard. I'm sure she's a very nice person. But it's just like it's not working for you in this iteration. Let's go back to the drawing board after you lose that belt. Um, yeah, I, I think Asuka could win it. And if Asuka does win, win the belt... Have Becky win the, the briefcase. That I mean, sets up 
that that pushes Charlotte back a bit because Charlotte doesn't need a belt right now. But even though I do feel like I, I really feel like the end game here is Oscar Charlotte two at SummerSlam. I really would love that match to happen again. Me too. Me too. I'm a so big fan. Maybe Charlotte does win the, the briefcase, even though it's the predictable outcome. I think sometimes predictable is good. And in, in that's in that case, you have Oscar Charlotte go against each other for the belt and have Oscar get her win back and have it set at one one. And I think that's just the that's the rivalry that you go back to, like the Sting Flair thing. That's yeah. the Sting Flair, you know? And you and you have it you go back to that rivalry every so many, every so many months or every so many weeks or every so many years. And, and I think that's just a great rivalry. And you just spin out. You put Becky into something, man. Like give Becky something this year, y'all. I'm I'm serious. I agree. I mean, give her something. She's she's worked hard. She's the first SmackDown Women's Champion. Hasn't really done anything since. But yeah, give her something, please. But um, did did you did you watch Two Hundred Five Live versus the UK? No. <laughs> um. I catch it sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I ca- I'll catch 205 Live sometimes. Um, but on Tuesdays, it's really the challenge night for me. I watched 205 Live on in the background, but it was a really good episode of Challenge this week, so I really didn't get to see it. But I do watch it on the weekends. Don't get me wrong. I, I catch up on NXT and 205 on the weekends. But I did see. I mean, I've watched highlights of this 205 Live versus the UK. They they are pushing They are pushing the, uh, the, UK, uh, the UK thing very, very hard. Uh, they it was a hell of a hell of a fucking uh, show. I thought it was really great, but they did that in lieu of announcing the first participants in the UK tournament for next month at, uh, at Albert Hall. Um, they they did sign uh, Zach Gibson, Joe Coffey, uh, Jack Gallagher did uh, did um, I'm sorry uh, qualify last week on Two Hundred Five Live. Dave Mastiff, Kenny Williams, who debuted on Two Hundred Five Live this week, uh, mm-hmm. Ligero, Joseph Connors, and uh, I believe one more person—I'm forgetting their name. I think uh, Amir, jo- uh, Amir Jordan, I believe, is the, is the last person. Mm-hmm. Um, all great talents, uh, a really, really great field of people. I cannot wait for that UK tournament next month. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be fantastic, especially with what we had last year as well. It was kind of new. It was kind of a different type of way to do things. And we got a phenomenal match out of it. We got a phenomenal main event. And we were really introduced to a lot of young stars that really can pull amazing matches out their ass. And yes. I think it's a I think it's a phenomenal thing. So, you know, what? I'm, I'm, it's a good showcase to get people ready for what's going to happen on network. And one more thing before uh, before we take off here. And if you don't want this spoiled for you, uh, I would advise you to skip ahead maybe four minutes. I want to say, you know, or maybe tune out. Happy Rusev Day to you, you know? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe tune out. Um, I want, I want to Rusev Day for the non spoiler ground. I want to touch on the current, uh, for what we think is going to be the, uh, the current field of NXT Chicago 2 matches. Okay. Uh, as you as you know, the new the new uh, tapings for NXT start tonight, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of matches will be made. Um, so uh, let's. Just, I'm just going to go over the card right now. Sure. Uh, what, what is rumored? Um, Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. I like it. Uh, Nikki Cross versus Shanna Baszler, which we predicted. It's kind of crazy. I kind of like it. Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan for the NXT title. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Let's see what Lars. Let's see what Lars can do. We'll see what Lars is Lars. Lars is the only heel on NXT that is treated like a heel. 
other than other than Tommaso Ciampa. Him and Tommaso are the two the two pure heels on that show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that will change after this episode, <laughs> after this takeover. But yeah, I I agree. Uh, and um, Alistair Black versus Laura Sullivan for the. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not not that. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, I'm sorry, versus uh, Johnny Gargano in a Chicago street fight. Nah, I mean, nah. I, I'm I'm a little worried, but I think here, here's my thing. I'm worried, but I know that they will make this different from the unsanctioned match. It's literally the same match. <laughs> that, that's that's what I just said. I'm worried, but I'm pretty sure that they'll do something different to make it stand out from that match like i know we're gonna hear groans about it but i think that they're gonna do something way i'm talking like if they got crazy with the unsanctioned match it's a chicago street fight they they can the pinfalls can happen outside the ring at that point you know i would rather them try something else like a last man standing or a stretcher match or something because you know i did like their first match but the amount of things people kicked out of and <laughs> like how they built up to that and then they're going to have another match and probably going to kick out of a whole bunch of new shit. To me, it's just like, my God, like we're you really, really, you, you weren't really big, big, big on the first one. Were you? I nah, not really because I thought it was a good match, but I thought it went way too long. And I thought the amount of things people kicked out of, and I'm not trying to be like very old school with it. I'm not trying to sound like JR. Jim Ross? I'm not yeah, Jim yeah. Ross in it. I'm not Jim Ross in there right now, but I'm like, yo, we really, my man really kicked out of like an avalanche Emerald fusion off the top rope. Like, (laughs) like how are we, how are we supposed to believe anything is like the final anymore? Like you really kicked out of it. Like there's so many things and it's just to me now this opens up, this is a street fight and I'm pretty sure there's going to be weapons involved, a lot of different things, all this other stuff. And in the, in the buildup to it, um, for those who want to, I mean, we already put the spoiler tags on it. There, there's going to be blood in the build to this match. Um, so they clearly want to push the limits of everything, but damn, like as long as it doesn't go 45 minutes again, to me, that was overkill. Uh, well, uh, well, the thing about it is it has to be blown off in the same place that it ended. Uh, and I think this is the blow off for this feud. Um, I would have, well, I'll, I'll wait to see the, the episodes before they come out. We we do know what, what happens on these episodes, but um, right now I think it's a strong card. I think it's a yeah. really good card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, 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 they, and they haven't announced this yet, but I, they it is being rumored that it's going to be uh, undisputed era of Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch uh, for the NXT tag titles. And it has not been um, booked for a match yet but i'm hearing that adam cole won't be on that show because it will literally be like days before they have to all go to the uk for the uh their the the uk stuff that they'll be doing over there so um i'm not sure i'm not sure what adam cole has going for 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 those shows and ec3 isn't booked on the show as of yet Uh, i don't believe that i want to see a good six man i want to see the brits versus you know the undisputed era to me i was I thought it was a shoot. You're, you're getting that on the UK show that week, that next weekend. That next weekend, they're gonna have, they're gonna be airing it on the on the network, the UK stuff. The the undisputed era versus the Brits. Yeah, they're, they're doing BSS versus undisputed that next week. That's why I'm saying like it's not really imperative. That's why they're, they're not booked on the show. So it's not really imperative to me that Adam is really on the show. To be honest, 
Okay. I mean, I didn't hear, I didn't know that. Um, and it's British strong style versus the undisputed era, you say? Yeah, the whole undisputed era. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a six man, and I think that's that's your that's your match there. But you got to save something because it's like because then you have like Brooklyn, uh, like three months after that or, or two months after that. So it's like you got to save something. So I, I think Chicago is, is going to be. It might be a one match show unless unless Ricochet and, Vel- and Velveteen like really like they will. It's a five star classic. Yeah, they, so. They'll show up. Yeah, so well, uh, I, I think it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, that, that's the that's the spoiler uh, that's the spoiler section of the show. Um, definitely watch NXT. These tapings look absolutely. Kathy amazing. and Finn broke up. Oh my god, I can't. Uh, love is love is not real. Listen, <laughs> she's an android, so she's definitely not a real person anyway. So <laughs> I, I stand by that. That woman is too good looking to be of our race. So wow, or any race, or um, any race, <laughs> like <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, my man, yes, made event uh, All right, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, that is the A show for the week. Thank you for for listening to our thirtieth episode. Uh, as always, uh, subscribe to us on um, iTunes and and SoundCloud. Uh, RNC Radio Live is the name. Uh, we just put out a crazy Janet Jackson uh, playlist today. Uh, thanks, Call Me Dollar, for curating that for us. Happy birthday, Janet Jackson. Um, you can find that on RNC Radio Live's Twitter. Uh, we will also be re-upping RNC Radio, the main playlist, very, very soon. Yeah, is that tomorrow. right? Yeah, it's tomorrow. 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 Yeah, tomorrow. So, It'll be out tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> my God. Uh, also, check out The Lookout with Meals and Jeff. And you can also check out RSPN with uh, Jeff and Mark. And you also have The Perfect Play every Friday uh, from my boy Huey and The Perfect Play. Um, and we will be having a new episode of RNC Radio with Cliff Skywalker this week. Holy He's shit. Yes, he is in town this week. So definitely check, uh, check that out. So that will be out by the end of the week. And uh, for anything RNC related, you can follow me or Meals on uh, Twitter or Instagram or whatever at OG Johnny Five and at Meals TV or at Meals on Instagram. Go check out all of his fucking workout pictures and shit. He's got. Nah, literally- I, don't, I don't really post on Instagram, crazy. I mean, you don't gotta follow me. It's nice if you do. I'll, you know, it is what it is. Um, when I get my <laughs> cloud up and my, I get my Instagram, you know, on Decky, I'll make sure that to make sure to promote that and pump that out but you don't really have to follow me at this point in my life right now (laughs) i'm just saying i'm just gonna be honest with you it's not really i'm not really like on instagram real hard i'm not like you i'm not you know i'm not i'm not doing big things on instagram like you so i'm out i'm 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 done i'm done okay until next week guys uh for the 31st episode of the a show this has been the 30th episode of the a show uh we'll see you guys next week peace out happy rooster day